Jingle, jingle, jingle. Hello and welcome to Holiday Trip, the globetrotting podcast that takes a look at holiday traditions around the world. I am your host, Olivia Fumiati. And, and Merry Kwanzaa to you all. And I'm O'Neill Henry, and I'm just waiting for my presents. Give me them. Give me me, me. Give me my presents. Thank you. Mwah. I'm resident elf on the shelf, Tyler J. Kirkara. I watch you while you're sleeping, and I know when you're awake. You've been very naughty. You You've fucking been very narc. fucking naughty. I saw what you did. You I know. No, it's okay. No, it. Tyler's just mad because you no one's allowed narc. to touch him this time. Should of we year. be curse? Should we be cursing on this one? This feels like a family friendly one. No, no, this one's not family friendly. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, okay, good, 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 fantastic. Good, good, good. good. Yeah. Uh, so, folks who want to you. sit around and weave yarn with their children near so the if, holiday season. So if I'm seasons. at home for Christmas and my grandma says, Tyler, I hear about this new podcast you've got. We should listen mm-hmm. to you the new this episode. One I should go. going to be a this lot one. <laughs> about, well, it's it's going to be ah. just some crazy stuff and some. Just smoke your grandma out before. Oh, yeah. Okay. In te- yeah, it's yeah, Texas, yeah, yeah. though, so it's a little harder. Well, you can find it, I'm sure. I'll ask my sister. She's in high school. She knows where to get it. This week, we are going to be looking at late winter traditions from Europe because those guys, they go buck wild for the Yeah, they do some wild ass shit. Um, So we're going to visit three different sort of regions and we're just going to start off with uh, our our little region. What do you you guys uh, like to do around the holidays with your family? What are your family traditions? Well, my parents don't love each other and so Mm. (laughs) uh, I get double Christmas. And so it usually because, well, legally speaking, I would go to one family from Christmas Eve until noon on Christmas Day and then spend the rest of Christmas at the other parents' home, usually doing mm. Christmas dinner. Um, yeah, we open presents and do all that stuff. Now that my parents hate each other less, mm. we'll usually all, I'll do all Christmas Eve stuff at my mom's and then we'll do Christmas and then we'll wake up and then we'll all go to my grandma's to do Christmas over there. Dad side Christmas too. It's a good time. I love grandma. Fantastic. Tyler, what what, do you, what does your family do? My family is a, an incredibly generic Christmas family. I don't think I have anything mm-hmm. in particular that we do every year. We do make uh, Christmas cookies. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, so like knockoffs of Girl Scout cookies and and you know, at the end we do stamp the Italian flag on all of them. Oh, yes. fantastic. And, you know, <laughs> and then obviously you always do your dance. We wake up in the morning <laughs> and before we're allowed to open any presents, we have to have a, we have to eat a full lasagna. <laughs> a, full, <laughs> a full casserole dish size. Each, each, right? Each. Yeah, each. Yeah. This is every, each. every person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, grandma and then stays the up all night And the dog gets a small it. one. Sorry, Nona stays up all night. <laughs> no, no, yes, please, please, please. Um, and then you have your mafia shootout, of course. As with tradition. the family across the street who's also italian mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um the Rizzos. and it's great and then my nona plays piano she plays the music from the godfather the godfather theme song <laughs> and uh good. and you know we all we all make a big pizza pie at the end of the day <laughs> <laughs> fantastic uh, I come from a movie quoting household, and so every year my family watches at least once It's a Wonderful Life, 
and we basically try oh. to see who can remember the entire movie from beginning to end. Okay, all right. Sort of like Rocky Horror Picture Show style? or Less acting it out, but more sitting on the couch and just participating. I love um, that. Oh, okay. So, like, literally, like, you could give me a line from the movie. I know, I know no one knows the movie, but right. if you gave Never me a line, I can probably tell you what the next line is. I do know it's incredibly sad. It is incredibly sad. It's an incredibly good movie. So why Christmas? It's uh, this man thinks that his life isn't worth living after a series of events, and he finds out with Neil Patrick three- Harris, <laughs> Jimmy Stewart featuring Neil Patrick Harris. I would kill Neil to Patrick watch Harris. That really, is the Jimmy Stewart of uh, <laughs> the modern of day. generation. Yes, truly. But after some literal divine intervention, hmm. he discovers that uh, life is worth living, and the holidays kick ass. Hell yeah! Have you dude. not seen It's a Wonderful Life, O'Neill? No, because I'm. I'm not 80 goddamn years old. Yeah, it's a beautiful motion picture. It's, it's, it's really a, really a true classic. It's Whatever. really great. We don't I'd need to go into it. this. We're It's Christmas time. <laughs> Liver, what you got All right, for welcome us to today? the old time. We're, we're, we're going to hop on our little plane and we're going to we're going to Indiana Jones dun, map dun, dun, transition. Dun, 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 but, but oh wait, sorry, uh, Christmassy. Imagine there were jingle bells behind what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go to a place that you and I know. We're going to Gavel Suite. Oh, yeah. Mm. Starting with our yearly gavel update. Our yes. yearly gavel this update. This is a Love gavel that. goat update podcast. Isn't it? It's actually pronounced uh-huh. like the Yivleboken or something like that. <laughs> now, now remind everybody what country this is and if you didn't listen to the pitch episode for yes. this. Yes. So uh, the gavel goat is a Swedish tradition. The gavel goat is a traditional Christmas display erected annually at Slottstorgen. Um, I'm apologizing ahead of time for any words that aren't in the king's english a <laughs> <laughs> uh, king's american english let's be let's let's narrow that the down the president's a bit more. english joe biden's english joe biden's english <laughs> so it is a giant straw goat that is erected in castle square in central gavel sweden i'm going to call it gavel i know it's like gavel yeah, or something it's like, like that. Yeah, Yavel. But gavel go is very funny to say. So it is a giant version of a traditional Swedish Yule goat figure made out of straw. So it is erected each year. This is from Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah! O'Neill did a joke! Yes! Don't call attention to it. It's going to be funny in the background. Um, is it? it is, is it, O'Neill? <laughs> is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's a local community group that puts up this giant go at the beginning of Advent over the course of two days, and it has been the subject of repeated arson attacks. And despite security <laughs> measures and a nearby fire station, the goat has been burned to the ground most years since its appearance in 1966. <laughs> As of December 2021, 38 out of 56 goats have been destroyed or damaged in some way. Burning or destroying the goat in some way is illegal, and the Surveya Court of Appeal has stated that the offense should normally carry a three-month prison sentence. In 2018, it's uh, it sentenced a 27-year-old man to a suspended sentence and day fines for aggravated property damage for burning the goat. You so, can't send lame. someone to jail for that. Come on. You can't sell someone. It's Christmas. It's creamies. We're going to be talking solstice. about the Castle Square goat. There are two that are erected in Gavel, but there is one by the Southern Merchants and the Yule Goat built by the Natural Science Club of Vasa. 
also, but we're going to be talking about okay. the, the people's good. Is the Natural Science Club one, is that like a test for like flame retardant materials? <laughs> I love that if that's true. If not, it should be. So over the years, they have implemented security measures to mm-hmm. protect this goat. And so uh-huh. Wikipedia has an amazing decade by decade update on what goes down with this goat. And uh-huh. so I'm going to I'm going to tell you the year. I'm going to tell you what the security measures was and then I'm going to have you guess how long it lasted uh-huh. and how it was destroyed. This the is a 70s very good game. Okay. the 70s was a little crazy, but we're we're going to talk about the Galapagos for a little bit. So Has um, it been going on that long? I thought this was like a 21st century thing. No, so in 1966, it was destroyed on the 31st of December in a fire. This is the first one. And and, uh, that was an accident. That was an accident. Uh 1967, Uh it survived. There was a fence added in 1968, survived. 1969, inside, nice, nice. Uh, inside of goat protected by chicken wire netting, and there was a fire. So I am going to uh, jump to 1979. So, okay. This is uh after the first goat was burned, a second was fireproofed. After how many days was it destroyed and what was the reason for it being destroyed? Uh I'm going to say 7 days later in an act of god. I think it was struck by lightning. Okay. Tyler? An act of god, huh? I'm going to say <laughs> I think I'm going to say it was destroyed seven days later by a guy who just accidentally flicked a cigarette. Oh, it is. That's a good one. It is. You know how it's Europe, so there's lots of lots of ciggy smokers. You would both be incorrect, Mm. but fire is is accurate. However, the goat was destroyed prior to assembly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the goat was burned down before construction even finished. A second goat was constructed and finished, but was later destroyed and broken into pieces. Uh, My favorite one from the (laughs) 70s, there's no security measures here, but in 1976, the gavel goat was hit by a car. (laughs) 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 A student rammed the hind legs of the Go with a Volvo Amazon. <laughs> now here's a question mm, for right. the both of you. We know yeah. that in the years where it doesn't burn down, that is when the evil is allowed into yes, the world. Bad things mm. happen. Yeah. Does it need to be burned, or does hitting it with a car count as destroying it? Mm. And the evil. I think it just needs to world? be destroyed beyond repair. So I don't think you could just like hit it. I think you would have to like run through the goat. Yeah. Yeah. But I think as long as it's destroyed, I think that's okay. Yeah. So in 1988, after the goat survived that year, gamblers were the first to able to gamble on the fate of the goat with English bookmakers. Yes. So. Do you think FanDuel, oh, yeah, you think FanDuel in America has like... Yeah. <laughs> you think we can we could, we could find a good gavel goat betting? So, that might be a fun uh, The tradition. 90s was when the goat survived the most years in a decade. Hmm. So the goat was guarded by volunteers. It survived. In 1993, it was guarded by taxis and the Swedish Home Guard. Do you think it survived? In 1993? In 1993. Well, the fact that this is a little bit meta reading, but the fact that you called it out makes me think it didn't. But I wonder how it's... uh, 93, I'm thinking Molotov cocktail. I think the standard sort of... yeah, that's a good one. Okay, so uh, you would be incorrect. It did survive in 1993. The goat was featured in the Guinness Book of World Records. And uh, the following year, the goat followed... Biggest goat. In 1995, the GOAT followed the Swedish national hockey team to Italy for the world championship in hockey. 
Oh, okay. All right. Okay, so I'm, I'm assuming from this, there are people who love the GOAT and people who hate the GOAT. And it is like, yep. the, it is us versus them sort of civil war situation. Yes. So the 2000s is where it gets a little crazy. So on Lucia, Lucia is St. Lucy's Day or the Feast of St. Lucy. It's celebrated on the 13th of December. It is a really big thing in, in Sweden. It's a big holiday that, that's mm-hmm. celebrated. And so it was erected <laughs> before Lucia and the goat was guarded by Swedish radio and TV personality Gert Fielking. Okay. Oh, boy. All right. Do, All right you want to say that name again for me and spell it out? Gert, G-E-R-T, Gert, Gert. Fielking, F-Y-L-K-I-N-G, Gert Fielking. Yeah, you hit that. Gert Fielking, okay. Gert Fielking. So did it survive or did it not survive? I think Gert burned it down. It was a false flag operation. (laughs) Okay. Mm, I like that. I like that sort of like the calls didn't come from inside the the house. coming from inside the house, yeah. Double spy situation. Gotcha. Yeah, or maybe accidentally burned it. It was just for good ratings. Okay. (laughs) So um, a 22-year-old from Stockholm tried to set the Southern Merchant's goat on fire, but it did fail. Uh The goat received only minor damage. So it survived Ah, with damage. So it survived. could not protect it. With a little bit of damage. Um, 2005... Is my favorite means of burning the goat down. I'm uh-huh. just going to read it to you because it was destroyed on the 3rd of December. So three days after it was. Three erected. days after Boise. Burnt by unknown vandals reportedly dressed as Santa and the gingerbread man by shooting a flaming arrow at the goat. Reconstructed, mm. on the, reconstructed on the 5th of December, the hunt for the arsonist responsible for the goat burning in 2005 was featured on the weekly Swedish live broadcast TV3's Most Wanted. <laughs> to live in a country oh, where the boys. most wanted person is a person who burned a it's goat a down. a person who just burned yes. out, yeah. God, Sweden must be nice. Um, <laughs> this was 2011, sprayed with water to create a coating of ice. Yeah, It that's was destroyed two days be. after being erected. Mild weather resulted oh, no. in the protective ice melting. <laughs> that science club uh, goat was also well, burned. Yeah. In 2013, it was soaked in flame retardant. Nope, sorry. 21 days nope. later, done. Fire. Rip. So, damn. Since 2017 until 2020, mm-hmm. the the goat survived. Uh, there was a double fence mm. added. Cameras were added. Fencing cameras, guards, taxi rank. Double fence, 24-hour CCTV, two guards patrol around the goat frequently, 24 hours a day, <laughs> along with a canine God damn. unit. Okay, Uh 2020, they implement guards, double fence, 24-hour CCT, public webcam feed, so. Okay, all right, so you can watch the gavel goat burn. 2021. Okay, the Natural Science Club goat is burned in the early hours of the 12th of December. All right. Okay. During the same weekend, a drunk person was caught trying to jump the fences around the larger goat. The larger goat burned uh-huh. down in the early hours of the 17th of December. A 40-year-old man was arrested and later sentenced mm-hmm. to six months in prison and ordered mm-hmm. to pay quite a bit of money. As of right now, without cheating, do you think the goat is currently standing? Yes, it's still early um, in the year it's as a, we it's record a, okay, this. So okay, it was inaugurated this, yes. on the 27th of November, and it is currently December yeah. 9th. Yes. yes, I think it's still standing. Uh, okay. I think it's fairly early in. I think whatever, you know, flame retardant, if they're still coating it in ice, something like that, I think it still has its protection stuff. I think they're going to start slipping in a couple so weeks. So this though. year, they actually moved the goat. No. Oh. They moved the goat to a different location than it has been in the past. 
Not the Yevlebok. Mm-hmm. And they have also updated, uh, They have their security measure this year is to have new 24-hour real-time public webcam feed. So we can actually go mm, look at the Galvago so right now. Should we go watch it? Should we Should we stream Fuck it together yeah. and just kind of observe? <laughs> what if we What if we live found out that it's being burned down? See, that's the thing. It's not, it's not, uh, well, it's, it's late in uh, Sweden right now. So maybe it's possible. Yeah, what else what else Gavel do they have going go on? Live they stream. Have, yes. Or is this just like a small town yep. where like this is their Hallmark still movie going, every still year? Up. Oh, How wow, is there not a, a Hallmark though. movie featuring a, a Christmas person who ha- a person who hates Christmas and wants to burn down the gavel goat and a hot TM TM and TM, a hot TM, 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 TM TM who who builds <laughs> the gavel helps build the gavel goat every year? How has this not been made? <laughs> a very gavel a very gavel Christmas. A very gavel Christmas. A very gavel Christmas. Awesome. So um that is the gavel goat. The other there's the okay. other Swedish tradition that I want to bring up is... Can we actually, before we yeah. go on, can we each just go around how we would protect the goat and then how we yeah, would yeah, destroy yeah, yeah, it? Yes, yeah, yeah. okay, 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 yeah. okay. I would... <laughs> I would co-opt school children okay. uh, and I would make them stand in a circle around the goat and then Singing. every school in the area has to like send their kids every day. So like a very Hunger Games situation. I Gavel love it. Elementary gets it on Mondays and then so on and so <laughs> forth. And, you know, uh-huh, and uh-huh. Uh, to destroy it, I think we would have to offer the children milk and cookies. So they step away from their guard. Mm. And, and and how would you would you burn it down or would you what would you? Um, I would probably in a blaze of glory, would build a smaller gavel goat, put it onto the hood of my car, set it on fire, <laughs> hey, I like and that. then just uh-huh, go uh-huh. full speed at the gavel goat. At the gavel goat? Just, and let okay. the little goat set giant goat on fire. Mm, symbolic. I yep. love it. I, I love it. And that. do you survive that, or are you going out with it? Are you taking I'm the gavel goat I'm down g- with I'm you? <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take it down with you. Yeah. I love that. All right. I think I like the flame retardant sort of thing. I think what I would do is I would have a fake gavel goat sort of Mm. out and about. And then I would make that one fairly easy to burn. Like, I think not a super lot of protections. And then once it eventually burns out, because people aren't going to go for it like the first weekend. It'll probably be like three weeks. I would put up the normal defenses and everything. And then once it eventually gets burned down, I would the next day not even like pay any recognition. I would just have the new goat ready and out with all the flame retardant protection. So that way nobody, nobody knows. Nobody knows. They can't, they can't see me. But I think how I would burn down a gavel yeah. goat would be, I think... You know what? I would use a drone. It would, it be, would a be a drone. drone. I would use a drone to drop down. You could get one of Elon's of flamethrower drones. Yeah. And then, and then I think the gavel goat would just be done. It would just be it would be over for Mr. G- Mr. Goat. I don't think they I don't think they have an air base sort of covering situation. Yeah, there's no anti-aircraft sort of defense. Yeah. <laughs> Not yet. That's gavel goat 20, 2023. 20, 20, 20, How about you, Tyler? What do you think? How would I protect the gavel goat? Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't protect the gavel goat. And here's, <laughs> yeah, and here's why. I think this needs to become like a real, oh, you know what we need to do? Here's how you protect mm-hmm. it. Here's how you protect it. Uh-huh. You build a little home for a man inside, and a man just lives oh, in no. it. <laughs> what if they tr- the tr- And you advertise that Wait, you like, hey, there's a man this living year, in here. If you burn it down, you'll be a murderer. Oh, so up the stakes. Tyler, you know that won't change people. Somebody, somewhere will still do it. I thought you were going with the other way, which is not protected at all, and then sort of make it pastiche to burn down. Oh, like, really? I like burn that. Down like, really? <laughs> really? Come You're on. Really make it cringe. No, yeah. Little, little, yeah, the that's true. It's a longer game. Yeah, it's very primitive. I do like that. Yeah. 
good. <laughs> and then how would you burn down the gavel? And how would I burn down? Here's my thing about burning down the gavel goat is I like when it mm-hmm. feels medieval. You know, okay. like, when, like okay. yeah. using all this 21st century. Exactly. Using all this uh-huh. 21st century technology is uh, it feels kind of lame, honestly, to me. Mm-hmm. It, it's like you should be using, you know, the, it's built out of straw in a traditional manner. So you should be burning it down mm-hmm. in a traditional manner. And my sort of pitch is uh, it, we've already done flaming arrows. But how about like a flaming pitchfork? Build your own Ooh. cross. Oh. Build your own crossbow. How's, how about Ooh, okay. that? Okay, all right, all right. Maybe a trebuchet situation. I don't know how you would get it close <laughs> enough to the gavel goat for it to work. The thing about trebuchets is that know, it could be very far away. Very far, exactly. yeah. So build one maybe exactly. a couple blocks away. And I like the sort of medieval aesthetic you could bring to it. Uh-huh. And I like uh, that's how I, I love would that. I like it. Fantastic. Okay. Well, that is the love gavel that. goat. The last thing we're going to talk about in the beautiful land of Sweden is called, I'm gonna, again, we're going to butcher this, Kala Anka Achvach Vaner Ongstar Godshu. Okay. You want to break, you oh want to do that again for us? You want to go one more time? Kala Anka Achvach Vaner Ongstar Godshu. That's actually not too Thank bad. You. Yeah, it sounds right. I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it is, but. That translates to Donald Duck and his friends wish you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Is this a uh, sort Duck, of Christmas huh? special situation? Yes, so Kali Anka for short has been airing without commercial interruption at the same time on Sweden's main public television channel, TV One, on Christmas Eve when Swedes traditionally celebrate the holiday since 1959. The show consists of Jiminy Cricket presenting about a dozen Disney cartoons from the 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s, only a couple oh, okay. of which have anything to do with Christmas. There are silly symphonies, <laughs> short and clips from Cinderella, Snow White, Seven Dwarves, Jungle Book. The special is pretty much the the same every year, except for the live introduction by a host who plays the role of Walt Disney from the original Walt Disney Presents series. And the annual tradition of one new snippet from the latest Disney produced movie, which TV One's parent network SVT is contractually obligated by Disney to air. That's I guess that makes sense for them to get to be able to get the rights to everything. So has it changed? Yeah, that's a good question. Because obviously Disney Plus is out no. now. Has that changed? Did, so no, they passed down the Disney like the doc like a Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they passed <laughs> many, down. Have the there Disney. been any like famous um, acting? I don't acting know. Um, but I think it's very funny that they that they dress up like Walt Disney. That is very funny. That is incredibly and funny. I, 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 I or think they that's play cute. I think that's the role of Walt Disney. I don't think they necessarily have to you know pull out the full mustache and everything like that. So the movies aren't necessarily a. It's the same thing. They don't every have year. to be. Okay. Yeah, it's essentially the same. Oh, it's the it's, same uh, same movie, same exact movies. It's every pretty year? much the exact same broadcast every. Okay. Year. Okay. Interesting. Huh. Is there any, like, again, I've said that I'm, we're a Christmas movie watching family. Do you guys have any, like, Christmas movies that you watch with your families? Yes, and God damn it, I don't like the fact that it has become a tradition, because I hate this movie. But Beat Street uh, 2. I'm sorry? I think it's Beat, Beat Street, Street yes. 2. Beat Street 2, it's a, is it the second one? Or maybe maybe I'm thinking of, it's Beat Street and a different movie that we watched the second one. What's the Electric Boogaloo movie? Oh, d- Breakin'. Breakin', Break yeah. In. Break into Electric Boogaloo and Beat Street are the two movies we watch for Christmas because my mom is from the 80s and was a DJ. So, <laughs> or 90s, I guess, and was a DJ. Your so mom has lived a very colorful her. life. Yeah, I know. She has. Every <laughs> time I hear more about your mom, I'm like, who is this person? <laughs> 
And it explains more yeah. about you. Uh, yeah. yeah. Fair. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Tyler, any any movies do you go you watch on the reg on the annual? On the annual, not unfortunately not. My family is more of a, a Christmas special type of person, mm. like a like a Charlie mm. Brown. Yeah. Ooh. I mean that's Take that's fairly yeah. traditional. Yeah, yeah. Would you I'm a big Charlie Brown? Uh, we used boy. to also do Ice Age. Ice Age. I, sh- I shouldn't mention mm. that. We used to do Ice Age okay. every year. Because when they were still coming out yearly, we would like you yeah, know, watch, watch them every year. That's awesome. Whatever the latest one. Yeah, but it's been airing nonstop since 1959. <laughs> so like my grandma and me probably like if we lived in Sweden, we would probably be watching the same thing every year, which is very cool. So that's Sweden. Is it time to oh, Indiana Jones our way to another country? Yes, we're going to go northwest. Actually, we're going to go southwest. We are heading to the UK and Wales. Mm, the Brits. Yes, we're going we're gonna to talk about one tradition that sort of leans into another. So um, are you familiar with the tradition of wassailing? No. I've heard of this, but I can't remember specifically. The song, Here We Come, a caroling among the leaves of green. Yes. Okay, so that is actually the updated version. Um, Come a caroling. So Christmas caroling has sort of um, derived from this tradition. So the song is initially, here we come a wassailing among the leaves of green. Here we come a wandering so fair to be seen. Love and joy come to you and to you a wassail Mm -hmm. too. Wassail essentially is a tradition in which folks go door to door around the holidays and they go imbibe us and give us snacks. Essentially. Okay. So give us your figgy pudding. Exactly. Yes, give us so your figgy pudding. Bring, yes. Yes. Well, bring figgy us your pudding, figgy pudding. Bring it right here. Yes, exactly. So mm-hmm. folks will go to door to door, sing songs, Fucking basically singing. beggars over in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, singing the praises of the master of the house and the lady of the house mm-hmm. and the children of the house. And uh, hopefully they and get And then they snack. bring them booze? Yeah. That's pretty good. Hell yeah, dude. Let's fucking do so this. So wassail is actually a traditional, like, beverage it's normally like a cider with spices and alcohol in it and it's basically christmas jungle juice that's been going back for centuries now so that's wassailing i would do shots shots i think i would i would i would be like all right you guys want to fucking cook carol let's do shots together and then we all do shots and then fireball Maybe I was just thinking <laughs> straight gin, but that might be a little hard for the kids. Gin so, shots? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's wassailing. This is a little side tangent. Um, when I was in high school, I was part of wassail, which started what? off as a as, as yeah, wassail was a um was the collegiate level choir at my high school. Uh-huh. Um, and it started off because they would do like Christmas carols during the year. It eventually changed into being like an actual into academic actual thing. Choir, yeah. But the first year that I did it, everyone wore these like traditional costumes, and like they were like Renaissance madrigal kind oh. of <laughs> costumes. And we Olivia, sang, you might have been in a cult. No, we sang every time wassail, I hear about yeah, North, Northeastern high schools, it's it, <laughs> this is just what it's like. Yeah, yeah, but Wasail kicked Whoa. ass. Um, it was very good fun, but yeah, we didn't do like the Christmas stuff as much when I did it. But my brother was a part of the group, actually, both my brothers were part of the group, and I was also in it. But yes, that's Wasailing. I'm now going to take you to South Wales, okay? Okay. Okay, sort of a Cardiff area? Yes, around Cardiff, actually. So I'm going to tell you the tradition of Madi Luid, and I'm actually going to send you uh, a little song that we can, that we can, uh, what's called, but I'm going to send you a little video, and I want you to sort of describe what you're seeing. That is, is that a a horse? 
Is that a human being or is, is that, that a, a person horse? with a what is happening? What the Olivia? Fuck is going Olivia, on? what is happening? Olivia, what, is, what? what is this? Is that guy marrying a horse lady? So what you're seeing is a couple of gentlemen. Is that a horse bride? But just the head? This is some M. Night Shyamalan's The Village shit. It's kind of low-key, high-key, So mid-key. they're going to sing for a little bit. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to describe what's happening here. So we see a group of men, one of which is enshrouded in a white sheet and is holding up the skull of a horse. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. <laughs> that is, that is uh, affixed to a pole. Mm-hmm. We just have mall Santas. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Did he just kiss that horse? So instead of carolers or people asking for end of the year donations or charities, uh, this is from mm-hmm. okaywhatever.org. Where the eyes should be are the bottoms of glass bottles. It's overly long jaw is spring-loaded, allowing it to mime the words coming from the person beneath it. No, They're hidden beneath no, a white no. sheet, gripping a pole that holds the skull aloft this creature is known as Madi Luid and it wants it wants you to let it into your house oh no I like a vampire this is terrifying so Madi Luid which means gray mare in Welsh is part of a tradition that dates back to pre-Christian times at the close of every Mm -hmm. year people would go door to door performing in the guise of a scary looking horse in the hopes of receiving food and drink uh, because mm, okay. the Mari weed showed up on one's doorstep, the point wasn't just to spook people. It would ask you riddles and tell you rhymes, often using wit Crazy. and insults. If the Mari weed won the battle, despite the homeowner's efforts to keep it out, the horse, or rather the people operating it, would then be allowed inside for libations and riddles, as well as a bit of celebration. Okay, all right. Letting a Mari weed into your house was considered good luck, and the horse was thought to bestow good fortune on the house okay. as it left. Okay, I'm thinking yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas. So what you're watching right now what you're hearing is this group of people with the Mari Luid are singing at a door what you Mm -hmm. are hearing in response is the owner of the house singing back trying to justify why the horse isn't allowed into the house uh-huh, uh-huh. So we, we can other stop than that there. It's other than the fact that it's a dead monstrosity. horse. Yeah. Yes. So this tradition recently saw a resurgence in southern Wales, and so it wasn't practiced With the horse until school? about the last 15 years or so. Um, a lot of Welsh people have actually never heard of this, but a local newspaper deemed it the newest old tradition in Wales. So, um, right. held every January since 2004, there's Morris dancing where dancers move in group formations and then they bust out this bad boy. There's a competition for the best dressed Mari Luid. They're decorated okay, in horse fun. costumes, traditional with ribbons and bells as well with modern updates, such as putting Christmas ornaments in the skull's eye sockets. Jesus so, Christ. This yeah, is terrifying. It's, it's, it's kind of insane. I'm kind of obsessed with it. Um, they're talking about the wassail bowl. It's and very, all these you know, I never pictured costumes. the Welsh having like a, it gives a very, gosh, how do I describe it? Day of the dead aesthetic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit. I, I, I am stuck on this like nightmare before Christmas aesthetic. Maybe, uh, Mr. Burton themselves, they stole this idea, but like, yeah, I, I'm not. I don't know if I, I'm not on board with this, I don't think. I love this one because- Although I do like the riddles aspect. I do like the the sort of like troll aspect uh, of it. So I am actually going to read you a part of a poem. It's called The Ballad of the Marred Weed by Vernon Watkins. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what year this was published, but Vernon Watkins was alive from 1906 to 67. I'm going to read you just a, a small stanza of it. Go back with your drowned and drunken eyes and your crooked mouths so small, and your mighty fold of the starry skies. 
Go back to the sea waves fall. If we lift and slide the bolt in the door, what can our warm beer buy? What can you give for the food we store but a slice of starving sky? Sinner and saint, sinner and saint, a horse's head in the frost. What the fuck? Isn't that's that very good. It's very dark. <laughs> it's very dark. Yes, this, this well, is like, I think this that is a, like it an comes epic back poem. to. I'm I'm of the opinion that it comes back to Christmas is like a very dark and awful time of the year and and all these very old traditions go back to like well it's Christmas one of our kids is going to die. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> somebody's going to get so, the red plague. I don't know if we want if we want to do this if we have time for this whatever you guys want to do. I was thinking it would be funny if you guys had a little bit of a Mari Luidoff. Oh no. <laughs> oh boy. So du- dueling, how would we go through that? How would we go about one this? One of you would be playing the part of the Mari Luid, and the other one of you would be trying to justify not letting the horse into your house. Okay. We don't I, have to make I, it a sing song. No, but no, I no. I don't think, yeah, I'm not going to sing it, but I would yeah, I'm not going to okay, sing it. Do you, you want to be the horse, or, sh- or do you want to be the person not wanting the horse in their house? Can I be the Mari Luid? We could, we could trade off too if, if that's oh, fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Okay. Whatever you want to do. All right. All right. So. Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Uh, I saw the other day um, you ordered HVAC, right? You need your HVAC fixed? No, no, I Are did you not. Sure? Especially, no, I didn't. I definitely didn't. It's, first of all, it's December in Wales and yeah. it's 50 degrees outside. Uh, my AC is, it's, it, I have a fire going. My, um, it's perfectly toasty and warm in here. Uh, get off my lawn or I will be calling the Bobbies. Okay, 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 okay. Wasn't here for HVAC, but I actually am, I'm Christofferson from down the street, obviously. And I was just wondering if I could come in real quick just to grab, a, I need a roll of toilet paper really bad. Uh, I know this get up is where I was going. That's to actually a, too a bad. I actually party. just, I actually just clogged my toilet. I yeah, used yeah, all no, no, toilet, I just, all I just toilet paper. It's in the toilet and it's clogged. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Oh, is that? Are you watching watching the Disney thing? I love I love Disney. I love this. Can I can I just come in real quick and just just spot this real quick? Do you mind if I just take a peek? No, no, actually, no. See, here's see, here's the problem: is I just murdered someone and I'm oh. trying to hide the body. Oh, okay, interesting. I did too. So that's maybe I can help. Can I oh, help you? Okay, out? you know, why don't you come yeah, on yeah, in? Yeah, then yeah. we can do it together. <laughs> okay, and <great>. scene. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so that's you know the Americanized twenty twenty two. Yeah, that would version definitely. Be, yeah, <laughs> of letting the gray mare There's into your no, house. There is no amount of money. There is yep. amount of money. It's a very high amount of money, I guess. But I don't think the the payoff would be as well for me to let you in to my home when you're wearing a horse mask. I live in Los Angeles. <laughs> no, I wouldn't let you in the front gate. <laughs> that's wild. Anyway, yeah, they love this little horse uh, in the UK. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, some places will use like a cow skull, especially because horse skulls are very expensive and very heavy. But what's cool about the Mari Luid is that it normally comes with a posse, so you obviously have the guy puppeting the Mari Luid, but you also have basically a gang of like five to six other guys uh-huh. who basically are there to literally be the entourage of the horse. 
source sure. and to provide like backup. Sure. It has uh, mafia but they also vibes. it's also like a very commedia dell'arte thing where they okay. take like very old like tropes and they like act stuff out. It's insane. Yeah, it's um, a sketch. It's like a sketch thing. Did, it now, is, in the it modern is my times, they're still trying to get inside. Favorite tradition that I ran across. There's a great article in Atlas Obscura about it, but it's an absolutely buck wild thing. I highly recommend you look at the Midwinter Majesty of the Marduid. Wild, terrifying. It's, Jesus it's Christ. genuinely yeah, it's very terrifying, but very, very cool at the same time. A pretty major way is what yeah. I'd say. So we are going to now move south a little bit. We are going to head to Spain in the region of Catalan. Ah, Catalan. All right. O'Neill, you've been to Spain. What, what, mm-hmm. what do you, what, yeah, good country. I've been to Catalan. Catalan. Catalan? It's great. I love Spain. Yeah. Uh, if I wasn't living in LA, I would definitely be living in uh, Barcelona. Awesome. Have you heard of the Christmas tradition of El Cagane? Wait, El Cagane. The Christmas Kagane. I don't. Let me. Let me look. Okay. No, I don't think so. But I if also you look you at might the not word, be you will, right. just, just, just let me know what what okay. search comes up for El Kagane, and that's N E R at the end. Kagane. N E R. Kaganer. Kaganer. What the fuck is this? <laughs> what? Okay. So could you drop okay, a link for all us? Right. The Christmas okay. Kagane is oh, a. Boise. It is a figurine. That appears in nativity scenes in Catalonia and neighboring areas within Catalan culture, such as Andorra, Valencia, the Balearic Islands, the northern Catalonia, and southern France. It is a. Drop the Google image search for you. uh, El Cagane, or Caganer, literally means the pooper. Traditionally, Mm -hmm. the figure is depicted in the act of defecation, (laughs) appearing in nativity scenes in the. He's normally wearing the traditional (laughs) Catalan red cap, the Baratina, with his trousers down, showing a bare backside and defecating. See, and what I like about this one is this is it's Boris Johnson next to another. And Mm -hmm. is that a Greta Thunberg I'm seeing? I love that. Mm -hmm. that. That's great. What the? This is. So what is the? Is this just like you hide it within the nativity scene? Is that what this is? Uh yeah. Okay, I like That's this. I like good. this. And it's not like oh, you gotta find the little pooper. Like no, this is just like. Oh. So okay, the exact origins of the Caganer is unknown. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the tradition has existed since at least the 18th century. According to the okay. Society Amiques de Caganer, Friends of the Caganer, it is mm-hmm. believed to have entered the nativity scene by the late 17th or early 18th century during the Baroque period. Okay, so, interesting. What is it? What does it like represent? What is it like supposed to So there's to a couple be? different theories of explanations. Okay. So the Caganer, by creating feces, is fertilizing the earth, according to the ethnographer Joan Amatus. It was a customary <laughs> the, figure in nativity scenes in the 19th century because mm-hmm, people believe mm-hmm, that this mm-hmm, deposit mm-hmm. symbolically fertilized mm-hmm. the ground of the nativity scenes, which became fertile and ensured the nativity scene for the following year, and with it the health of body and peace of mind required to make the nativity scene with the joy and happiness brought by Christmas near the hearth, placing this figure and the nativity scene brought good luck and joy and not only doing so brought adversity so what's very funny is that modern caganers represent celebrities and authority yeah. figures yeah i'm um, seeing like the queen i'm seeing yep, by Marilyn representing Mon- them <laughs> with their pants down the caganer serves as a leveling device to bring the money down mm, um, we love european satire 
Yes. Uh, one I did find on Etsy. It was the. It was actually probably the worst looking thing I've ever put. It is a stormtrooper. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Very good. Uh, Very good. Oh, I, I love enjoy this. that. Terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, but oh um, my god. They do okay, all kinds which of- let's go around. Let's go around and do around. What kind of caganer would each of you caganer would you put on um, each of your nativity scenes? But obviously, each of you are putting up every year because we all love Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, we all love. We all <laughs> love, love Jesus him. Christ. Now, now, could I pitch you this one? I think I would put up Jesus pooping because he was a man like us. You know, true, true. But I mean, if okay, Adult so you're gonna, have, you're, gonna have a, you're gonna have baby Jesus, and then you're gonna have. Or are you, are you saying baby Jesus pooping? Or are you saying adult man pooping? Jesus pooping next to baby Jesus. It's yes. sort of like a, a looper situation. Oh yeah, <laughs> a, 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 sort of a looper. I could give him a little prosthetic nose. I think that's great. I <laughs> yeah, think that's fantastic. great. I think Tom Hanks would be funny. Tom Hanks would Tom be Hanks nice. Tom Hanks would be good. I do. You like know what? That. I'm um, gonna do one, and this one's gonna make the most amount of money. Baby Yoda pooping. <laughs> Baby Yoda. Uh, baby Yoda. 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 Love my, I love myself. We love to see his little baby green Yoda. butt. Um, uh-huh, uh-huh. And it'd be cute. And maybe he's pooping on the manger. <laughs> I'm your god now. Normally, it is kept far, far away from the holy family. Um, that is, that but make, this that is would another reason. Outside of, um, the, outside of the manger. As to the yeah. charge of blasphemy, as Catalan anthropologist Miguel Delgado has pointed out, the grotesque rather than negation of the divine may actually signify an intensification of the sacred for what could be more grotesque than the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, a bloody public torture and execution as the defining moment in the story of Christianity. So I think it's just funny. I think it's funny. It is very funny. To put That's on it is very, that. very funny. Agreed. So Fully yes, agreed. very funny. Good. But this isn't the only Christmas pooping tradition that they have in Catalan. Okay. So the Caganer, obviously, he does his thing. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to send you one other article. Actually, I'm going to send you a little song first. Okay. A lot of okay. these sort of things come yeah. with songs. And I'm going to send you this one. This is an American couple, I believe, that mm-hmm. now live in Catalan. And we're participating in this new tradition. So this is Tio de Nadal or Caga Tio, which is a log that is decorated with a face, a blanket, and two legs to sort of prop it up. I love the children choir thing that's going on. So, Tio de Nadal. On Christmas Eve, it is time for the little shit log to shine. (laughs) It's Christmas Eve, which means the children across Spain's Catalan region are gathering in their homes for the traditional whacking of the festive shit log. Uh Tio de Nadal, or Christmas log, uh, a hollow log with stick legs, a smiley face, and floppy red hat. No, 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 he has a face. You can't, no, no, they're putting it in the fire now. No, they can't, he has a little smiley face. No. No. God damn! No. No. <laughs> okay. Oh no! So, <laughs> they killed oh, no. So, this is um from this is a Atlas Obscura article from Slate. Tail in a Christmas log, a hollow log with stick legs, a smiley face, and a floppy red hat is a Yule branch with scatological spins. So on December 8th each year, the Feast of the Immaculate Conception, families bring out the happy log. Every oh night God. until December 24th, children are tasked with feeding the log by offering him nuts, dried fruit, and water. Kids must also <laughs> cover Tail in a with a blanket to ensure he stays warm and comfortable. On Christmas Eve, it is time for the little shit log to shine. Children gather around the red-hatted 
branch and beat him with sticks while singing the traditional Teo de Nadal song. I'm going to read you the English translation. <laughs> okay. Shit log, shit nougats, hazelnuts, and mato cheese. If you don't shit well, I'll hit you with a stick. Shit log. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's more uh, lilting and beautiful in, in the original then tongue. Then comes the miracle. The kids look under Teo de Nadal's blanket and discover that the deer log has pooped out a pile of candies and presents. The end mm-hmm. of the defecation session is signaled by the presence of a stinky herring. Everyone has collected their gifts from Teo de Nadal and the family burns him for warmth. Jesus Christ. So. Oh my God. They, they love fuck. shitting in, in Catalan. Fecals. Poop log, log of Christmas, don't poop salted herring, they are too salty. Poop turons, aren't they so much better? So, turon, they are kind of like, because uh, I ate them so much when I was a little kid in sort of my Italian household. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, turon mm-hmm. are like a nougat uh, yeah. with almonds in it. Mm-hmm. Um, they are bangering. They're very, uh, there's, very good. Uh, there's an American candy version, I forget, Pay- payday? Payday, it's like a payday, but with almonds. And Interesting. better. <laughs> I mean, I, I like a payday. So turon is a nougat traditionally made of egg white, honey, or sugar with almonds. They're fashioned mm-hmm. into rectangles or cakes and served sliced into bite-sized pieces. The most popular versions featured milled or whole almonds and hail from towns in the southeastern region of Valencia. Um, but there are many takes on turon, caramel, chocolate, fruit, and even liqueur-filled versions. Mm. So, yeah, I thought it was absolutely hysterical. It's a little Frosty the Snowman-esque. I, I want to get, yeah, I want to get into the, the mindset real quick. The reality of the fiction, which is you bring in, I, I guess it would be more like livestock, I guess. You bring in yeah, this livestock yeah. to your home. You feed it over the course of the winter months until Christmas. I'm assuming every night the parents sort of build it up Santa Claus style where the presents get bigger and bigger underneath the blanket. And then <laughs> during Christmas, they beat it until <laughs> the shit comes out. And then when it's all used up, he's all emptied out. Time to use the rest of the body for warmth. I guess you are killing it in that instance. That I guess the beating it is killing it. <laughs> oh, God. Yep. It's like a pinata, kind of, if it's you think about it. It's kind of like a pinata. It's like a Christmas pinata. Yes, but that is the poop log and the caganer the from uh, the Catalan region of the area. Mm-hmm. And that is the end of our holiday trip. I, I'm tr- what, 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 were you, what were your thoughts? What was no. your favorite sort of tradition that we... I know. I know we don't <laughs> want it to end. We want it to go on forever. Listen, I'm such a big fan of the Yevle Balkan. I will fly to Sweden. If it gets burned down this year, I expect the Swedish authorities to show up at my door. I will be the one burning it down in traditional medieval means. Uh, Maybe I could pour some burning oil onto it from the top of a parapet. Mm-hmm. That sounds mm-hmm. great to me. Ooh, that'd be fun, right? Yeah, I, I think I'm hanging with this, uh, with my, my shitting Tio over here, my shitting uncle. Yeah, I, I, I love this, this new tradition because that's the thing. Santa Claus has a certain fiction where it could be real or couldn't be real, but the fact that you kill your Christmas log every year really sort of sets in that sort of cyclical, lifelong nature. So I really, I like that. I think I'll be doing that one. I think we'll be doing that one in the future. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think I because again, my family is a, my my dad is Roman Catholic or was Roman Catholic, and so we have a lot of nativity scenes. I mm-hmm. think I might I think I might introduce El Caganar this year. I think I might try just to find hide a little, a little pooper, scene. and I'm yeah. gonna hide him somewhere. And on Christmas, yeah. when someone goes, "What? Who is this? The who is this fuck? little man?" <laughs> I will go. He's good luck. Look at him salting the earth. Yeah, <laughs> feeding our little baby Jesus with his poopies. So it got a little scatological at the end of there, but uh, as every episode, yeah, does. that's the holiday trip. Where do you where do you guys want to go next? 
I, you know what? Let's go back. Let's go to South America. Go to That's South a America's? good one. That's yeah. a good one. They, they got they got some great stuff out there. I well, New Year's agree. is coming up, so <laughs> mm. we got New Year's coming. So and they uh, party yeah, hard. Let's, let's see what they do in South America for New Year's. But until then, this has been Holiday Trip. I've been Olivia Fumiati. I'm O'Neill Henry. And I'm your elf under the shelf. Mm. Wink, wink, wink. Tyler J. Karkar. <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Happy holidays. Tyler, you can't, it's an audio medium. You can't wave. You can't wave. You have to do audio. <laughs>